0: Hey, Good Saturday, everybody. This is Brian Blitzo, host of the Desert Farmer podcast. And usually I try to do one of these a week, but uh, I figured this one might be more pertinent since uh, we've got some rain chances coming up here in the upcoming week. So this will be kind of a twofer for this week. I've got a couple other things that I want to address, too uh that uh oftentimes will get talked about but again maybe poorly understood or maybe some folks don't even know what they're all about or what they can actually do to our weather patterns here across the uh the great plains so Uh, First of all, addressing rain chances coming up over the next few days or so. Now, again, as I said earlier in the week, back on Thursday, I wasn't too excited about widespread or significant rain chances uh, for most of us in the Great Plains. Now, I do think some folks down in New Mexico uh, have a pretty good shot of seeing some showers and storms that will actually make a difference this weekend, and some of those uh, storms creep into the western Oklahoma and western Texas Panhandle, even as far south as west Texas, uh, really uh, have the better shot of seeing some scattered showers and storms over the next say 48 hours or so however as we head toward Monday Tuesday and even into parts of Wednesday as some energy comes out of the southwest some of those rain chances are going to extend eastward really across eastern Montana parts of north and south Dakota Nebraska, and then farther south into Kansas, Oklahoma, and a large part of Texas, I think, has a real good shot of seeing some meaningful rainfall uh, as this energy makes its way eastward. And that's something that really hasn't been that prevalent over the past several weeks, is having an organized system eject out of the southwest. And it may not be everything that everybody wants. And I know that that's not going to be the case with this thing. There are definitely going to be some haves and some have-nots out of this deal. Whether you live in eastern Montana, or the Dakotas or farther south across parts of Texas. Okay, But in between those areas, there's a lot of folks that still need some moisture out of this deal. And I do think that there will be some areas of Kansas that do fairly well with this system. I'm not talking about a, one and a uh, an inch and a half or two and a half inch type of rainfall, but uh, there's a good chance that a large part of central Kansas uh, could see is a half inch at least out of this deal, and I think that would go a long ways into at least helping, maybe not only get some weed up, but having some moisture, so you don't have to dust the weed in. As I said. It's not going to be perfect for everybody, but there's at least the chance of this moisture coming out of the uh, out of the Rockies and making a difference. Most of eastern Colorado, I think, gets shorted largely out of this storm system that comes through. There'll be some lighter rain, yes, but in terms of a difference maker or anything meaningful, I don't think that that's going to be the case for a lot of us. I think if the, we were to see some showers and storms that could make a difference, it would probably be across the far southeast plains, not necessarily up in northeast Colorado but fingers crossed there can always be some things to change but the 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 message that i want to uh, get out of uh, or get to you out of this is that after this system clears the planes all right uh and it will clear probably Wednesday night into very early Thursday morning. It'll be completely out of here. The weather pattern's going to settle down for a lot. And not that it's been that active recently, but there'll be, uh, you know, a period of time there where it'll be dry. So if you don't get the rain out of this system, really uh, from tonight for some folks, but farther east, I think is much more applicable Monday, Tuesday, even in early Wednesday morning it's going to be a while after that. So fingers crossed you get some rain out of this deal. Fingers crossed that you at least get something that's meaningful in your particular area of interest. Um, One of the main things that I wanted to talk with you today, and I know we talked some about El Nino uh, back on Thursday and some of the mixed messages or poor messaging uh, that takes place whenever we talk about uh, longer range drivers in terms of what the weather pattern could mean over the next you know few months or so uh there's there's something called the Madden Julian oscillation or the m j o okay so whenever you hear me refer to something uh, that's the m j o What it is, is it's basically tied to thunderstorm development over in the Indian Ocean, okay? So clear across the world, you get these little pulses of thunderstorm development that kick their way eastward across the globe, okay? And it usually operates on about a 40 to 60-day pattern, and then that signal will usually uh, either die off or return to where it actually started. So as this, uh, you know, signal, if you will propagates across the Pacific Ocean, it comes into different phases. And each one of those phases could either mean good chances for moisture uh, in certain parts of the world or bad chances of moisture. And it has to operate as uh, a, a rain or snow enhancer in one place and a rain and snow suppressor in another for it to be truly considered an MJO signal. Now, I know this is some technical speak. You say, well, why are you talking about this? How is this going to be meaningful? Because when we're talking about something like El Nino, that signal pretty much stays in one spot. It doesn't necessarily propagate across the globe. Okay. What the El Nino can do is tip the scale or at least set the table for certain things to be more prevalent in those longer range weather patterns one of those things in particular can be mjo signals and where they generally sit in one spot or propagate to one spot with a certain strength that can obviously enhance your precipitation chances whether that be rain or snow and recently we really haven't seen much of an mjo signal uh in the overall pattern and i think in large part that's because uh you know we're kind of You know, coming up on the seasonal change, we really haven't gotten into this. El Nino is really interacting and driving and working with the atmosphere and whatnot. And I think going forward, we will probably see some stronger MJO type of events. And I was looking at some computer model information today from the Bureau of Meteorology in Australia. And their longer range model that uh, basically is looking at what the MJO is doing and what it could actually mean in the future. And it actually goes out to the end of October. It does show an MJO signal being fairly strong, propagating into what we call region seven or eight. Okay, and I know that may not mean much to you, but if you live in the midsection of the country uh, or really across the south and southwest part of the country too, whenever you see the MJO move into a region of seven or eight, which is basically kind of in the central Pacific Ocean, if you will, um, it, it can many times enhance the weather pattern in one particular way or another. And in this particular instance, give us better chances of seeing some moisture. So as I said, we've got the rain chance going on this upcoming week, okay? And then we're gonna shut things off for a while because again, we really don't have an MJO signal and whatever signal is out there isn't in a great spot. But then on the back part of the month, there's at least an indication that the pattern could get increasingly active as this MJO pulse kind of makes its way farther east at a reasonable strength. OK, so I know that that's not something that is, you know, uh, you're saying I need the rain now. What's that going to do for me later? I'm I'm looking at this longer term to see if it's actually going to make a difference or not as we round out October and possibly head our way into November. And, and looking at some of the computer model information, even down the road, there are some indications that things will get increasingly active. So going forward, these are just a couple of things that I'm watching uh, in terms of. Our rain chances, or and eventually some snow chances headed our way, because obviously we're getting into October. Today's the last day of September. Pretty crazy to think about that. Um, but those are some of the things that I'm looking at going forward in October. If you were curious about that, uh, I know this is going to be a little bit shorter than what we usually do, but again, I still wanted to get some information out there to you and not waste too much of your Saturday. The other thing that I want to do is I just want to give you know one desert farmer in particular a shout out today, and that uh, person is Brad Heffington from Littlefield, Texas. Uh, Brad farms a lot of cotton down in that area. I've worked closely with Brad now for the past few years. A great human. I enjoy working with him. And at the end of these segments, I want to pick out one of you guys to basically just give a shout out to. uh, For all the hard work that you do, uh, for all the uh, praying for rain or playing for dry weather, just to get your stuff done and taken care of um, the if you're familiar with what the weather pattern has done in West Texas. Uh, or eastern New Mexico for the past several months. You know that back in May it was crazy wet, record rain. There were flooding. We had crazy hail. We had tornadic activity and whatnot. And some of that even bled over into early June. And then during the back part of it, midsummer and in the back part of summer, things shut off. And I was talking to Brad several times, just like, hey, you know, I wish I had better news for you. I wish I had better information for you, but hot and dry is going to be a problem going forward. So I know all the all the blood, sweat, and tears that Brad put in down there this year and just wanted to give him a big shout out this afternoon uh, to everything he's done and uh, just grateful to not only have him as a friend, uh, but also uh, a client of mine. So hope you don't mind me giving you a shout out occasionally on here. That's kind of what this is all about. Uh, as I said, I want to don't want to take up too much of your weekend. I hope you guys are doing... Doing well today. I'm doing well. Great Saturday, getting some things done. Looking forward to this upcoming week to see what kind of rain either happens or doesn't happen, depending on your particular spot. And uh, that's really all I have for you today. So be well, folks. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll be chatting with you soon. Take care.